Hello and welcome back to the Asian Voice podcast. I'm John, your co-host, and today I'm unfortunately not joined by Rebecca and Wilson, but I'm very fortunate to be introducing back Selena. Selena? Hi! And we have a new guest. Uh, Sam, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Sam. Nice. <laughs> so in this episode, we're going to be talking primarily about microaggressions within uh, specific schools and spe- specifically private school settings, mm-hmm. which we are currently all at. Um, so Sam, this is like, uh, like probably our viewers have already uh, are very like used to like how I ask this question to like guests and stuff. And I've pretty, I think I've asked Lena this before, but to you what does it mean to be asian um okay i think to me um and this is definitely a huge part of like my upbringing i think i would say like food um because yes (laughs) (laughs) um considering the fact that my dad like owns a restaurant and we are a very like food-centered family i think cultural food and food that has significance to me because of festivals and celebrations I think that makes up quite a huge part of my like Asian identity, um, especially as it was something that I used to be like kind of embarrassed of when I was younger. Like the Asian, I would find it embarrassing that I would eat like Asian food, like rice and noodles when my most of my Caucasian friends did not. Um, but I think as I've gotten older, it's something that I've kind of grown into more and embraced more. Yeah, definitely. I'll say you're fruity. <laughs> that's, that's pretty cool. Wait, so wait, so is your dad? So he owns he owns your he's own he owns his own restaurant. So you guys must like get exposed to a lot of like different like Chinese foods and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just like the most like the most important question. Um, what's your favorite dim sum dish? Oh, um, I like hagao, <laughs> the prawn dumplings. Yeah. Oh, those are nice. Those are really good. Wait, are you talking about the ones that like um? I'm sorry if I if I get this wrong, but is hagao is that is that the one that comes steamed or is that like the crispy ones or it's steamed? Oh okay. Oh I like those ones too, but I'm I always go for like the the crispy the crispier ones. Those are really good. Too. <laughs> Selena, good to know. Wait, Selena, how about you? Me. Yeah. I don't eat dim sum enough to be able to like name dishes. You don't eat dim sum? Well, I do, but like not regularly. Okay, so like what like what's your most like memorable one that you eat? Oh my god. And it better not be oh. a basic one. <laughs> I'm gonna be slightly disappointed. <laughs> That's so rude. Um, I think I, I literally had one like yesterday. It was like I don't know what it's called, but it's like uh, kind of a translucent like outer layer with like I think shrimp and some other thing. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, oh my god! Selena, we've already oh, started. We've already started the episode. Sorry. <laughs> pick up. Wait, so, okay, so your favorite one's the the the, the prawn one too. Probably. Okay. Good cool. Choice. All right. Nice. Okay. Just speaking of like food in like general, um, what's your opinion on when like uh your schools try to create Asian dishes when they say Asian salmon or Chinese noodles or chow mein something something with black bean sauce imported from i don't know from tesco supermarket or whatever like what, what's your opinion on that i think that it's good that they're trying to include more like cultural foods but mm. they they just don't do it right it's just like, like messed if up. yeah if you're gonna do a cultural food you have to do it right and it also feels it doesn't feel like they're doing it because they want us to be exposed to culture i feel like they're doing it for the sake of being like Look, we give our students cultural food because they always brandish it with like Asian or Chinese and then don't even do the Chinese dish correctly. And I feel like it's it's just slightly annoying. Do you feel like that's they use they create these dishes for like a quite a tokenistic reason rather than like more of a sincere kind of like exposure to the students? Yeah, I think so. And obviously, like it is school food. Like I'm not expecting it to be like Michelin star <laughs> you know, on that level. We can hope. We can hope, but, but it will never be. <laughs> but I just think, yeah, it is quite tokenistic. They're not actually looking at how to properly, like, properly create Asian food. They're kind of just doing it for the sake of being like, we give our students Asian food. Yeah, it's kind of a shame, isn't it? Because then, like, mm-hmm. people eat these kind of things, but then. They're like, oh yeah, okay. What well, Sam? This is what you eat at home. Oh, 
oh, yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it wrong. No, no. This, <laughs> the, there's a difference between school food, school Chinese food, and like proper, proper Chinese food. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Do you feel like that's the school's way of like trying to improve like Asian culture in general? Or do you feel like it's more of just a tick box? Or a, perhaps a bit of both in the sense? Or I feel like it is a bit of both. But other than the food, like, serving us Asian food, I haven't really seen my school put any other sort of effort into like being inclusive towards Asian cultures mm. and things like that. So could you give any like examples that they've tried to like include Asian culture within your school or? No. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, God. I mean, we had a um, multicultural day, which is really good where you could come in dressed in your like cultural clothes, which was good. But other than that, we haven't had any like anything educational or like any assemblies about anything to do with Asian heritage or like East Asian culture. Because uh, I know like a lot of schools definitely have that. We had a previous guest before who was Japanese and then she came in like in her, um, uh, please forgive me if I'm wrong, but like in a kimono, I swear. And then um, came out in like wooden like uh, sandals too, which is pretty cool. Like for your school, did you come out like dressed in a traditional like Chinese dress or? Yeah, yeah, uh, I did. Um, it was it was really fun, but I think that was like the only this like the singular event where I felt somewhat represented. Wait, was the whole day essentially you just wearing this and saying here? Hey, okay, everyone, get in for group photo. We gotta take it for the newsletter. Come on, guys, come on. We gotta get the photo for everyone, different cultures. Was it kind of like that, yeah. or was it a bit more sincere, sexy? Okay, Sam, you're dressed in a Chinese dress. Talk about your culture. Go. I mean, it's not really like they gave us an opportunity to actually talk about our cultural heritage, but like, it was, I think it was still, that was one of the more positive experiences I've had. Okay. But do you feel like that's something your school could definitely try to improve on? Perhaps yeah. maybe like letting you speak out about your cultures and stuff? Yeah, I think I would appreciate being given like, I don't know, just like <laughs> to be able to, for other people to like learn about my own culture because they talk a lot about other holidays like i mean obviously christmas because we're like a christian based school um Baby Jesus. They, <laughs> they talk about um they do t sometimes talk about other cultures but i've never really heard them say anything or like celebrate any sort of east asian festivals or anything like that really not even like chinese new year no <gasps> that's slacking uh, <laughs> that's really yeah that's really like, that's like the go-to that oh that 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 like Chinese New Year or like Lunar New Year is like one to tick off like all like most because most East Asian countries celebrate it. So you could literally call it Chinese New Year slash Lunar New Year yeah. like day or something like that. And just, yeah. wow, really? Your school, uh, <laughs> I really hope you're, any any of like the higher up teachers in your school aren't listening to this. So this can be like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're cancelled. <laughs> uh, well, oh, that's because I know in my school, um, we have a lot of international we have a lot of international students and mm. i know the school definitely does put a big emphasis on trying to celebrate specifically more lunar new year because a lot of them are from like hong kong and china which is pretty cool uh, and yeah that's good. they hold for the borders they hold like a dinner where they can invite one a few of like the day boys so like people that just go go to school during the day and i finally got invited for the first time i How have was it? It was pretty good. I, I have so many border friends, but it took me four years, four years to be invited. And, oh God, it took me ages. And like the person who invited me was new this year too, which kind of shows, oh, like, I okay, I knew these borders for three years, but they just didn't invite me. <laughs> mm. But yeah, it was great. Um, We sang like Cantonese songs, which was pretty cool. They they gave out like, they, <laughs> my school actually, like they ordered like from the local bubble tea store, they ordered like 150 bu bubble teas. No way. It was actually legit as well. But the thing was that they did it by year group. So the younger year groups went first and the older year groups went after. So basically how it panned out was all like the pearl milk tea bubble teas were gone. So all that was left was like grass jelly, which was nice, but I was a bit like, Huh, this isn't my usual. Yeah. This isn't my usual hundred percent sugar, zero ice, uh, pearl milk tea. Mm, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how that. Yes, Lena. Yeah, I get hundred percent. That's a zero ice. That's so, a disgrace. No, 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 no. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing though. Because if you get ice, then it Then you're filling. Then you're getting less milk tea in it. The that best takes combination. The, okay, the best combination is fifty percent sugar, less ice, because it's still cold, but it doesn't take up as much volume. Yeah. Ah, nah. 
when you get bubble tea, you enjoy bubble tea. You don't get to say, um, I'll have 30% sugar, 50% ice, and um, hold the pearls. I'm like, no, 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 no. I got, when I have bubble tea, I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> like, none of this. <laughs> with, like, your school, like, Sam and, like, Selena too, with not celebrating, like, Asian culture as much, do you feel like you feel a bit insecure with... Okay, this is made up word, but your your Asianness. <laughs> um, I think in primary school, I felt a lot more insecure about my Asian heritage than I do now. Um, especially because I was, I'm pretty sure I was the only East Asian person in my year. God, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, in primary school, there were a couple other. Oh my god. Okay, so there were like two other South Asian kids. Yeah. One one of them was a girl, and. The teachers and students used to get us mixed up all the time. Really? Oh god. Me and the South Asian girl. I'm and so... yeah, so I grew up in a not grew up, but like the school I went to was very like predominantly white. Mm. Um and kids used to come up to me and like say konnichiwa and like ask if I was Japanese and stuff like that. Um and they would always be like, Oh, your nose is so weird, like why is your nose so flat? And then obviously like comments about my eyes. Um so I think I was definitely very, very insecure about my being Asian in primary school. But as I've gotten older, I think I've I've become less insecure. Mm-hmm. Um and the school I go to now is student body wise, it's more diverse. But obviously there's still some of that insecurity left over. Yeah, definitely. When you say by diverse, do you mean more diverse than your last school or like more diverse as a whole relative to the whole school? Um, Definitely a lot more diverse than my last school, because as I said, I was the only East Asian person in my last school. Um, But there's still, I think I would say our year like still does not have very many East Asian people at all, like under 10 of us. Okay, okay. I want to play a quick game quickly. Let me try and guess how many East Asians there are. You said under 10, right? Yep. See, I like to have faith. And say it's eight? No. Five. I think it's about five or six, yeah. Oh my god, that's horrible. There's six of us. There's six? That's not diversity, that's like an... That, that, that's, like, that, that's like your borderline on extinction right there. That's like six of you. On, like, yeah. on. Would you say that's quite similar to what, like, in other year groups, it's quite, like, quite low in terms of East Asians or just, like, just exceptionally just your year is, like, that low in terms of the numbers? Um, Selena, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's pretty much the same throughout I most think years. I think it's quite... I think it's the same. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, that's... Yeah, I can't really say much because my school, like, the borders, they just inflate the population of East Asians. They're like, whoop! They just bring all the way up. But in terms of, like, home Asians that were born in the UK here, I'd say, I'd have to agree with you, there's probably maybe, like, less than 10 in my year group. Well, yeah. That would, that depends if you include mixed people, too. If you include mixed, it's probably a bit higher. But if we're talking just pure, like, East Asian, then that's, like, it's probably less than 10. Yeah. Oh, God. Just, like, personally, like, I feel like I've, like, when I went to my... Because previously I went to a state school and I feel like the diversity there was probably slightly better compared to the school I go to now. How would you say, like, do you still, like, struggle being, like, so few Asians in, like, a white-dominated school? Sorry, wait, is your school predominantly, like, white-dominated? I can't speak for your school, but... I think specifically our year, yes. Okay. I mean, obviously there are other, like, other races, but in terms of East Asians, uh, there's very few of us. Mm. Do you feel like you struggle with that, like not seeing as many of you as you'd like to? I think the impact that my primary school had on me was quite, quite like, like it was quite impactful. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I had gone to a more diverse primary school, I would have less inherent issues with like my like Asianness, yeah. as you said. But... <laughs> Except the term, use the term, use the term, the Asianness. <laughs> I think now because like Selena, you're one of my closest friends and like you're Asian, evidently. <laughs> and I think now that I have closer friends who are Asian rather than being just literally surrounded by white people and like all my close friends being Caucasian, I think that has definitely helped me mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Power friendship, let's go. Yeah. Because you just have that more... It's not that you're biased towards, like, Asian people in general. Like, I don't know, I only want to be friends with Asian people. Get away, get yeah, away, get yeah. away. It's like just having that comfort and, like, 
like similarities within like saying oh yeah um like you can talk about like your asian experiences or just like bond over that it's quite comforting isn't it yeah and i think you guys have done an episode on this before like asian friendships right yeah yeah that's more selena yeah but i just feel like it's because i mean you you make friends easier with people that you have more common ground with and like mm. i feel like especially since i was feeling so isolated by my race when i was younger seeing other people of that same race is like oh well like there's more of me and that makes it easier to be friends with them i feel like yeah definitely i'd say definitely in your younger years it definitely does big play a big part to it because i was fortunate enough to have um two very good vietnamese friends were like i think the teachers were just like completely oblivious and they just called them chinese anyway and they just kind of like acknowledged it i'm like they're like eh, close enough i'm like no <laughs> but i mean hey that's you i guess but <laughs> whatever you, you do but yeah, I definitely spent a lot of time with them uh, in school. Definitely, like, okay, I don't mean to be particularly stereotypical, but, like, we would always sit together in math class. It would just be us three on a table plus this other random kid who would just be like, oh, my God, you guys are like, why are you so sweaty? I'm like, no, we're not. <laughs> we're just like, we're just like... <laughs> Which is chilling, which is doing math, isn't it? But I'd say just having that comfort in having Asian experiences to talk over, whether that be like strict mm -hmm. Asian parenting compared to like Western parenting, could be quite like mm -hmm. quite cool. I mean, obviously you can talk about with other like uh mm -hmm. white friends. Oh yeah, did you see the game last night? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Did you see that latest show on um what's it? CITV or? pop i can't remember what it was like back in the day in like 2016 2015 well that was ages ago but it's it's that it's a difference there's a difference between having like friends of interest and friends of culture perhaps i agree i think meeting somebody who has like you have common ground with um especially when it's something that like especially like to do with race i think like me personally i feel like i feel kind of instantly more comfortable with somebody just where I know kind of that I have more in what's that word not in in common with I don't oh, know more more vibes with <laughs> <laughs> um just like I don't know like when I first met Selena I think okay I, I think I feel like I'm just repeating myself like I said before I just feel like when I see when I meet another Asian person like because I don't like see other Asian people often I don't know if that makes sense. Like the area I live in, it doesn't have that many. It like I'm I haven't seen any of the East Asian families that live here. Already? Oh wow. Yeah. Oh. And like the like I said, the school I go to doesn't have that many East Asians. So when I come across another East Asian person who like who I get along with, it's like yay. Definitely cool, yeah. I mean I mean, to, to be fair, I do feel the same way of that. It's like, it's always cool when I see me another East Asian person and I find out they're Chinese. The first thing I always ask, Canto or Mando? When they see a Mando, I'm like, ah. Mm. <laughs> I don't ah. think I've ever met somebody else who speaks Cantonese. In your school? Yeah. Yo, introduce, 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 introduce. <laughs> <laughs> get them on, get them on. Uh, no, it's because it's always interesting when, they, when if they can speak Canto, we're just having a ball trying to talk with my really bad canto accent when what if they say Amanda I'm like oh um yeah um I barely passed Chinese school and like GCC to have enough like Mandarin to be fluent enough so like yeah let's talk in English <laughs> thank you very much but like through like all your experiences Sam with like you having not as much representation in like your school setting and like and even like not having that many East Asian friends, like, do you feel like you've like learned to become more at one with like your Asian nurse, perhaps, or is it just a bit still up in the air, perhaps? I think I have, yeah, because when mm. I was younger, like, um, like the TV shows I'd watch, except like <laughs> Nihao Kaila, and I think other than that, I didn't see any like Asian representation in in TV shows. And like when I was younger, I used to wish that I was like. Or ca Caucasian girl with like blonde hair and blue eyes. Like I literally have found my diaries from when I was like seven, and I have like written on pages. I wish I was white, and oh, I really? mean, oh. yeah. <laughs> like as a kid, that's quite quite hurtful to be ashamed of your own race. But I think as I've grown up and seen seen more of myself in the media and in the books I read and movies and TV shows I watch, I think that has become less like of an apparent thought in my mind, and especially becoming closer with with other Asian people and getting more in touch with my heritage. Like I said earlier, like through food, 
um i think i've become better mm. at that aspect yeah yeah definitely. I've, i definitely heard a lot of people like saying oh i've definitely in the past i've admitted that i want to be white but i can't say like personally speaking from experience i can't say that i've every now and then in my life like back then when i was a lot younger i did resent parts of my culture yeah but never in wholeheartedly in my heart i i had said i like wanted to be white no i i that was quite a strong thought in my mind when i was younger oh i'm sorry about that i mean <laughs> it's fine but like now you've like learned you maybe change the perspective like okay this is like perhaps different i'm different from my other peers but that doesn't mean i need to be them perhaps right yeah yeah I definitely that does play into a lot of um we covered this in a previous episode but like the idea of third culture kids and i feel like that's something that you probably subscribe to a lot more than perhaps to me because for the longest time i've always been like exposed alongside school i've always had like do you, do you know how you have like asian families like the asian network so like you have like asian families that like are friends and then you guys always stay in contact together yeah 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 i had like a like i had a big network with that with like uh rebecca and wilson and like i'd always hang out with them so i was quite i was always together with like a lot of east asians but perhaps with yeah. you you were like a bit more distance from that perhaps yeah i have one very close friend who i've known since i was like really small mm-hmm. um and i think she's like like you said like that kind of network she's kind of the only family that i had within that network i think other than her i don't have any like when i was younger i didn't really have any other east asian friends no wait just out of curiosity have you have you have you ever come across the term third culture kids um i think i've heard of it but i'm i haven't really gone too deep into the meaning or anything like that so basically like the whole idea of it is that okay wait just in terms of like for you specifically like say you live in the uk that's like one part of your culture that's one part of the venn diagram there mm-hmm. <laughs> bring math into it um <laughs> and then you this other side of your culture is your chinese culture so your your fam your family's culture like your long ancestry blah 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 blah, blah thousands of years tradition all that jazz but then in the middle of the venn diagram you have like where you fit in within your school setting which is white but you being asian so that's where almost like that's why i like to think a lot of us kids fit in that's where mm. we create our own kind of culture so the third yeah. culture of like yes we're british but we're chinese we're british by nationality but we're chinese by blood yeah and this is kind of like a brand new culture that because it's relatively recent like like we're probably like all first generations of like being in the uk and of this because yeah it's just like no nobody's ever really done this before so in a sense we need to kind of like step up and create this new culture so kids like us don't feel so distance away and feel like oh my god i'm a freak i don't fit into there i don't fit into the here so where do i fit in yeah so yeah so that's, that's something definitely very powerful just to think about just like reframing your kind of point of view in it yeah yeah um, i agree and i think with that that comes to, to the close of this first half we'll be back with the second half Hi and welcome back to the second part of the Asian Voice. Just to go straight into it, um, open question to anyone. What is your experience with microaggressions in schools and specifically private schools? Um, I think, Selena, this is probably something you've experienced, but definitely is something that has been happening to me since primary school is being called the names of like other Asian kids, like Mm. constantly. Like I said in primary school, they used to confuse me with the South Asian girl, which that like really shows how predominantly white my primary school was because we're not even the same type of Asian. Mm. Um, but even in like my secondary school where there are more East Asian people, well, six of us, um, I do. It's something, do, it's something. <laughs> yeah. One's better than six. <laughs> do you just do confuse me with the other South Asian, sorry, East Asian people like on a regular basis. And I think Selena, that's, probably something you've also experienced quite a lot yeah there's there's times where teachers would i don't know there's one once a teacher like i think went through every east asian kid in our <laughs> year until she asked she finally asked she me went through, oh, like, what was your name? she literally went through like all five because i think at this point selena was like because you joined you like you haven't been here since you're seven so she went through literally all of the five other asian kids mm-hmm. in our year and then she was like, wait, tell me your name again. Like, you could have just stopped after the first one. You didn't have to keep going naming every single East Asian girl in oh. our year. It just, oh God. <laughs> no! Oh God. You know, you'd think it'd be easier with less Asians, but no, it just gets harder with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. 
Wait, just out on the top of your heads, do you can you remember how many how many different people you've been mistaken for within your whole lifetime? So this is including secondary school and primary school. I've got well in in primary school there was just that one South Asian girl. Yeah. And then in the school I'm currently in, I get mixed up with one person a lot, like a lot more than I should because we look nothing alike. Mm. Um, and then I'd say like I've got called the names of like three of the other asian girls in my year oh fair enough then i think i can confidently say i've been mistaken with 10 plus people 10 10 i'm being serious wow three people in primary school and i think probably seven people in um in my current school right now it's actually stupid (laughs) actually no 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 i'm not no i'm not including my first primary school because i had two primary schools no that's wait uh wait Sorry, 13, 13, that's it. 13? 13 people. <laughs> For me, the number is like, it's not that high, but that's just because I have not been surrounded by that many East Asian people. Mm. <laughs> it's like 13 people, I'm like, damn. I was like, <laughs> that, that's me think, oh, really? Am I that basic? I just get mistaken for anyone else. I'm like, wow. I see how it is, teacher. Mm. Okay. Let's see how you like it when I'm mistaken you for some random other teacher. Okay. <laughs> I see how it is. But it's always... Have you ever gotten that thing when teachers like assume your race? Then it's kind of yeah. like really awkward when you're like, um, yeah, miss, I'm the other Asian. And then like, yeah. is that not the same thing? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, people come up to me. Well, this is also, again, mainly in primary school. People come up to me all the time and assume that I'm Japanese. Um, and even like teachers now in the school that I'm currently at, they would, they would not ask me my race. They'd just be like, oh, you're Chinese, right? And it's like, well, yeah, I am, but thanks for asking. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, and there was this one teacher who she said, so we were doing this project about like heritage, I think. And she was like, and she said to me, you're Chinese, right? And I was like, well, like I'm Singaporean. My mum's from Singapore. And she was like, oh, I know lots about Singapore. And I was like, oh, really? Like, tell me what you know. And she was like, well, I know they have like robots everywhere and it's really high tech. And I was like, no, like that's not actually correct <laughs> at all. Um, and I was like, so have you actually been there? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, all right. It's just like teachers assuming really stupid things oh, without actually having had any experience in that area mm. just in general you sh- don't like make assumptions about other people's like place of origin their race culture ethnicity without actually asking them first like i feel like that's the bare minimum yeah it's almost like saying yeah you're chinese right i'm like yeah but i'm not a racist though i got it right i'm not a racist yeah. if, I got, if i got it right that's yeah. that like that's the rule for them it's like yeah if you don't get and it wrong making, you know. like like weird assumptions about where i come from like oh yeah they have robots like in every store you go into that's just <laughs> like where did you get that from that's just not true mm. and it shows that they're not that they have these kind of um stereotypes in their mind that they don't really make an effort to to actually look into the culture of that person and to be like oh that's not true definitely yeah i'm still trying to get over the whole robot thing like the only thing i, <laughs> I don't know where that came from that sounds, I don't know that sounds japanese that sounds more japanese though isn't it like yeah Oh gosh, because like with Singapore, isn't it like you guys have bomb ass food? You guys have amazing food, and it's, and you have like all these like um hawker centers. Is that what they're called? Yeah. And then you yeah. have like oh, and it's like so good because then you can just like oh, it's like it's everywhere though, isn't it? Yeah, but I yeah. would say like the hawker centers, they are not like they're the least high tech thing. They're like really small stores with mm. like cheap food and people who have been working at their stores for like yeah. ten plus years. It's not modern and it's not. Yeah, it's not like, it's definitely not how she is obviously imagining it. Mm. And it's like, I don't, like, kind of upsetting that people are just assuming things like that without actually bothering to A, look into it, and then B, actually presenting it to me as if that's a fact and that that I should know, because it's not a fact, and it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like they're trying to educate you about something that you are but they're thinking oh yeah but i'm in the right because i'm try. i'm i'm, I'm only speaking of what i heard of kind exactly of, like she didn't know. she didn't a lot of people have come across they don't actually ask me questions about my ethnicity they just tell me things oh gosh oh this teacher what's her name oh, killer. <laughs> no, i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking <laughs> oh god i mean like oh gosh i'm so, I'm so again i'm sorry for that I, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, the worst that I've been is that, um, like, I think people just, like, perhaps just assumes that I you know, knew how to speak Mando, but that was, like, the worst of it. Mm. But then people say, oh, you don't know how to speak Mando? I'm like, no, I speak Canto. Oh, I see. I'm like, mm. I see. just like, just like, just internally screaming at my head, like, mm, no, no, yeah. shut up. Yeah, I just think in general, a lot of people have these kind of preconceived notions of what they think Asians should be like, being good at maths and, um, you know, like stuff like that. It's just annoying when, because you can kind of see like the surprise on their face when you don't conform to the standards, when you don't conform to the standards that they uphold for you in their mind like you can kind of see that when you don't when you're a different kind of like asian than how you expected it like shocks them yeah so it kind of feeds into the whole stereotype of it as well yeah would you say that's probably like where like these microaggressions like it's almost like distinguishing between what counts as a microaggression compared to what counts as a stereotype perhaps mm-hmm. yeah but i think those two are kind of intertwined like a lot of microaggressions that i've experienced stem from the stereotypes that they have in their mind that Mm. makes sense yeah i've always found that with like microaggressions though like when people say it they're like so they're micro so they're like very little comments so you just kind of brush them off like oh it's fine exactly yeah sorry no yeah yes so you can't really call people out on it whereas if it's just like a little thing saying oh you didn't really go on the math test huh of course you would. I'm like, yeah. what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> exactly. I feel like because they are microaggressions like that, they're small things, hmm. but because it's something that I've experienced like a lot since I was younger, like it builds up, you know, but if I were to tell um, a white person about like my name being confused with another Asian girl's name, like once, I think they wouldn't quite understand how that's hurtful to me but if that's something that's been happening to me since i was very young like i don't know to me like if the teachers are able to differentiate between all the other white kids but just not the asian kids who were there who there are significantly less of so like technically it should be easier it to me kind of just feels like subconsciously they're not putting in the same amount of effort as they are to like distinguishing between the white people and like i'm not i'm not trying to say that the teachers who like confuse the asian people i'm not trying to say that they're like blatantly racist because i don't think they are but i feel like it's more of a subconscious thing where they have like i don't know maybe they have the you know the the stereotype of like all asians looking the same they might have like something to do with that kind of just like ingrained yeah in their mindset and that's why they don't like actually remember our names i don't know yeah i definitely get what you're like trying to get out right now it's not it's not the teacher's fault like the teacher the teachers are probably good people and they're really nice but it's just more of like the environment and the system that they were kind of brought into that kind of mm. leads to them looking at looking like bad people perhaps yeah would you say that's probably that probably a different way of like putting it perhaps like it's not their fault it's like kind of like the, the system and systems in the way yeah i i think like none of them obviously none of them are doing it consciously they're not like ah oh, today i'm gonna make the asian people feel really bad about themselves well, you but... don't know there's probably one or two <laughs> <laughs> never know <laughs> <laughs> it is like kind of a systemic thing i mean obviously racism is a systemic issue but i think a lot of the time it could be avoided by just putting a little more thought Mm. into like the way you're thinking about asian people and the like you might not think that you have stereotypes kind of ingrained in your mentality about asian people Mm. but if you actually look at the way you're referring to them talking about them saying oh you're chinese that means you must speak mandarin right like those kind of things obviously are very small, but they are still stereotypes that can be helpful. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just wanna like do a hypothetical scenario. Like say if okay, say if you could speak to your whole school right now. Say if you could speak to your whole school and then if you could give them one piece of advice to try and do better in terms of microaggressions, stereotypes and racism, like what like what would you tell to them? Um, I think like I said before, I mean, I don't know about you, Selena, but I, I feel like, I just feel like most of the microaggressions and, like, comments about my race I've experienced, they could be avoided by just, like, kind of thinking about what you say before you speak and thinking, like, is this an appropriate comment to make on someone's race? Like, the assumptions that have been made, like, comments about my Asian features, like, my nose and my eye shape and 
people saying really stupid things like, oh, like Chinese and Japanese people are the same culture, right? It's like, just think about what you're saying before you say it, and then it could be avoided. Like, don't go up to an Asian person and be like, oh, you have a really flat nose, or like, your eyes are really big for an Asian person, because it's like, if you actually like hear what you're saying, you realize that's not like, what do you gain from saying that? It's not an appropriate thing to say to somebody. Do you feel like some kids just can't even like, distinguish between the difference between what's a thought and what's considered blatantly rude do you feel like everyone's capable of that or there are probably a few out there that are just a bit that just can't distinguish between the two i think i would say like i mean okay when obviously like when i was younger they're kids right like they're not they don't mean to be hurtful yeah mm -hmm. and i feel like i think that they might just be slightly ignorant because as i said i was surrounded by white people which means that they are not surrounded by asian people so they haven't really had like exposure to these asian people so i guess like to me to them i seem very different to them but as i've gotten older like comments like i said before about saying like chinese and japanese culture are the same thing right mm -hmm. like comments like that shouldn't i feel like like teenagers that should not be something coming out of your mouth because i feel like you know better at that mm -hmm. point so you feel like everyone everyone's already everyone should already know the difference between like an assumption and what's like considered like just blatantly offensive in the I guess yeah and mm -hmm. I mean I guess it 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 might it's probably not it's not inherently your fault that you have these stereotypes in your mind that's probably to do with like what you've been surrounded with when you're growing up and your and like your parents mm -hmm. but as I said before, like, kind of just think about what you're saying before you say it. Because that's, like, me being, like, oh, like, English and French people, like, you guys are exactly the same, right? Oh, and it's just, like... Thread. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, like, that, like, geographically, is not correct. If mm. you just, like, you know, just yeah. think about what you're saying before you say it. Definitely, yeah. Or even just, like, simply just asking, asking questions. Exactly. Asking questions instead of stating statements, like, yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's... It's always interesting when schools, like... Because, like, I know my school has, like, a, a diversity alliance thing for, like, all the forms. Do you guys have that too? Selena, we've got, like, the um, the Halo Code thing, right? The Halo Code? What's that? Yeah. It's kind of, it's, I think it's there to, like, meant to, like, combat racism. I'm not really sure, actually, what it does, though. Sounds very extreme, the Halo Code. <laughs> you live by the code, you <laughs> die by the code. <laughs> <laughs> i've never heard of this thing so i don't know no they've done like one or two assemblies on it and it was again like the assemblies that they do sometimes they feel very like performative and tokenistic it was they i think they asked us to fill out a survey and it was like um yeah one of the questions on the survey was what word comes to mind when you think of it? and then they made one of those like word clouds where like the word that appeared most frequently is the biggest right mm. and one of the words on the word cloud was diversity and the headmistress who was leading the assembly was like, as you can see, diversity is on this word cloud, and that means that we are a diverse school. And it's like, mm. okay, are you actually paying attention to us and like looking at our culture and making sure that we're represented? Because I mean, obviously doing assemblies like this and having having systems in place to try and avoid racism is good. But if you're not actually speaking to the people of color and asking what you can do better, then you're not doing as much as you could be doing yeah did your did your head teacher really say okay so okay so the survey says that number number one is diversity therefore we are diverse just yeah like, she had like a like powerpoint slide up with the word cloud and she was like as you guys can see like we've got diversity up there so we're diverse i mean obviously she didn't say it like that but that's that's the message got, got across oh god no because oh do you feel, I feel like that's just a default, because you know how you have to fill out, like students fill out surveys, but they're giving out like default answers that they know the school, they know that the school wants them to fill out, so they just yeah. write it anyway. Yeah. Like, you could literally title the survey, diversity and inclusion survey, and they think, what's the one word you think of that about when you think of racism? Diversity. Yeah. Boom. Okay. Yeah. We're diverse school. Problem solved. Diversity yeah. fixed. No, no need for anything else. But, um, And like the word diversity wasn't that big on the worker like it was just a word that was there because i'm pretty sure it was a multiple choice question oh, yeah. there were like multiple like values that they had and i was like which value do you think is most prevalent in our school and diversity is one of the multiple choice options that you could pick mm -hmm. so it's not like students were thinking oh yeah my school is really diverse because obviously i'm not trying to like 
bash schools and say yeah. that they have really bad representation and that all the teachers are racist that's not what i'm getting at mm. i just think we we are improving but there are still like flaws that do need to be addressed that so far haven't been addressed definitely yeah in the sense that we're not there yet but with work and i mean just like the whole thing of like one step at a time like one one like problem at a time like mm-hmm. even if it is like because I know my school, and I've talked to the teacher that arranges all these, like, diversity things. And then she's, she said to me, yeah, sometimes they do feel a bit tokenistic when give, given to the students. But it's almost the first thing of, like, taking that first step with it. Just yeah. taking that first step of trying to include different cultures is better than doing nothing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and I think, like I was saying before about, like, the Halo Code, I think it's good that they're putting systems in place to try and mm. um, make people of colour, like students of colour feel more included. But with things like teachers calling the Asian people by the other Asian people's names, that's not something that you can change by putting some sort of system in place. That's something that the teachers themselves need to address and, like, fix by themselves. Like, teachers... I've had a teacher, one of my other East Asian friends, she got a test returned to her that wasn't hers. It was another East Asian girl's test. And it's things... It's things like that, that, like... You can't change that by putting rules or systems in place. That's something that that teacher has to address themselves. Mm. Um, So, like, in that sense, that's... I don't know if you could say that's a, like, systemic thing. I feel like that's more a personal, like, issue that they need to fix. But as a teacher, you should be... You should be... You should know what your students' names are. Like, Mm. I feel like they don't pay as much like i think it is a subconscious thing but they don't pay as much attention to us as they do the white kids or they don't they don't view us in the same way Mm. i don't know no definitely i remember um i started my new year 12 classes last year and then i was in my brand new math class and then i have two teachers for mathematics Mm. and then there was this brand new japanese border kids who came in without fail both the teachers mistaken me for a whole half term with this one kid so many times and I literally had to be like, Miss, I'm not him, I'm me. How many times, <laughs> Miss? God damn it. It's like so many times as well. I think yeah. that I think that was what my one of my teachers mistaken me like I wanna say six plus times. Oh my god. And this was like, okay, I can accept the first two. That's fair enough. We're sat right next yeah. to each other. That's your seating order. I don't yeah. know. You wanna put the Asian at the front? Sure, who am I to judge? Okay, the first two times, I'll give you a freebie. But the first, the four times after, I'm like... Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, it gets to a point where, like, I, I would understand if they made a mistake, like, once. I guess, like, that's okay. Yeah. But when it's happened so many times, like, you would think after it's happened the first couple of times, they would, they would actually make more of an effort to mm. be like, these are two different people. They're not just one Asian person. They're two different Asian people. But no... I mean, you could easily just do the same things, like saying, hey, like, oh, you're all white people, therefore I'm going to call you all the same name. Or like, oh, both of you yeah. teachers are white, therefore you're the same. It's like, yeah. Uh, in terms of, like, schools trying to improve, like, student body, perhaps, like, how do you feel like they could do it in terms of perhaps maybe even the teachers or the students? Um, I think, Selena, we have, like, two East Asian teachers in our whole school, right? Uh, I think three three so there is like there's not we're not very like we i just feel like i mean obviously it's not i'm not saying that you should hire teachers just because they're asian or like accept students just because they're asian but just in general i feel like we are quite a small community within the school which obviously can feel quite isolating but i don't know if there's actually Mm. something that that the school can do about that but it is slightly an issue that I feel like we are a very small group of people compared to the very large group of students and teachers who are mm. white. And it can feel kind of like alienating and like, I don't know, like especially coming coming into school like in year seven, it felt, because obviously in year seven, everybody is new, right? And everybody feels kind of like scared because they're meeting new people. But for me, I feel like, um, especially coming from a primary school where I was quite ashamed of my ethnicity. It was 
quite scary to be in an environment where again i didn't feel very represented or seen um but i again i don't know if that's an issue that the school itself can fix because like you can't just accept students because they're asian and like hire people because they're asian but yeah that was just screw of everything <laughs> yeah but it still is something that probably had a bit of a negative impact on me wait i just want to ask in terms of like your teaching body like how diverse would you say it is overall I think most of the teachers I have are white. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. How about do you know how about like in general of the whole school? Do you are you not quite sure on that? Um, I don't know, Selena. I might I might be wrong about this one, but I feel like I think the majority of the staff body is primarily white. I'd say so as well because I think I only have one teacher who's a person of color, and mm. she is East Asian. Which, yeah, which I think is good. But I think the main issue with the teaching stuff is that if we go to someone higher up an issue about, like, racism or things like that, they won't understand because they haven't faced the same issues that we have. Mm-hmm. And if we go to, like, an East Asian teacher, not, none of them are, like, of a higher power. So if we go to them, they can't really do anything, which exactly. I think is the main issue. Yeah. Preach. And Preach. I think also, like going to a white person about a microaggression that i've experienced as an asian person i feel like they wouldn't because it's not something that they have experienced themselves so i feel like they wouldn't really understand the actual impact that it has on east asian people like i think if i went to the headmistress and and spoke to her about how about how like my name is constantly confused with other asian people's names i don't think she would really take it as a serious issue because it's not it's not really something she would understand and like selena said we don't have Asian people who are like who have a high status in our school. So if we have issues to go that we want to address about race, like we have people to talk to, but I don't know if they're like properly understanding and hearing what we're saying. Yeah, definitely. I'm not gonna lie. I've always thought of the idea of like how even if you get mistaken for another Asian kid, I wish there was like systems placed in schools that you could like call out teachers. Yeah. Because like it's really, it's really, it's really intimidating when they mistaken you. You can't just say. Sir, you can't do you, sir. What was that? Why are you calling me this other Asian kids? Yeah. Like, you, like that's what you wish you said out out aloud, but you're just a bit yeah. too scared to. You're like, um, <laughs> sir, that's them. I'm me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm all friends here. Don't worry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't fail me. It's kind of like and that. obviously to like to other people, it might not seem like a race thing, but to me, as an East Asian person who has constantly experience this throughout my life like it definitely is a race thing and that's it doesn't mean that the people doing this are racist but it just it's something that it happens so often and it, it really just shouldn't i just want to give a few different examples of microaggressions if um anyone that's not east asian is listening and they're like wondering what kind of things that we may we may have heard of so just to tick off the first of uh the the, the tier list of microaggressions um the words exotic and foreign go go by, de- <laughs> by definition exotic would be correct because it means something that's foreign but with the connotations that it comes with that you're different and you're weird hmm. just doesn't doesn't sit right with me exactly like it's not it's not a word that you hear and you're like oh that's a good thing especially because like you know growing up in an environment where you already feel different to other people and then hearing those people call you things like exotic and foreign and saying like the food you eat is weird and your the features that you have that are different to them are exotic and foreign Mm. it like it they don't mean it in a positive way and it's not taken in a positive way either like they might not mean it in inherently negative way but it's definitely they don't mean it as a positive thing yeah it's almost like not degrading but has the same connotations of it it's like kind of like saying oh you're different yeah yeah no, like you, they might not mean to be degrading but sometimes it it feels like they are it's like when they say oh my god you're so exotic i'm like <laughs> shut up <laughs> yeah yeah you don't have to say it like that geez <laughs> yeah or it's like saying um exotic by the, by the oxford def oxford english <laughs> dictionary definition by thousands of oxford english professors means a different and foreign yeah. so therefore it's justified mm-hmm. i'm like yeah sh- sure but no no. Yeah, like considering me and Sam both grew up in a place where like there weren't many Asian people, mm. you already want to fit in with the majority of the people surrounding you, which were mainly white. And yeah. can, and when they call you exotic, that's kind of just emphasizing that you're different and that you yeah. 
they will never see you as like the same as them exactly yeah like exotic you use for foods and drinks not for people <laughs> yeah like dragon fruit hey that's exotic as hell you could say that's exotic or lychee yeah. but not people that's like the wrong way to yeah. use it <laughs> a completely different scenarios okay how about this one how about this one where are you from I want to do a and quick. Then the, where are you really from? <laughs> I want to do, do a quick. Uh, I've done this many times before on the podcast, but I want to do it one more time because I always love to really do it. Okay, Sam, okay. between you. Hey, Sam, where are you from? Um. Well, I was born in London. Okay. 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 Where are you really from, though? <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm from. Well, my mum's from Singapore. My dad's from Hong Kong, but he also grew up in London. So. Oh. Okay. Oh. Cool. 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 Okay. So you're 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 japanese (laughs) (laughs) good guess you tried oh well they're the same thing aren't they (laughs) yeah like the about like i've got that so many times Mm. like oh where are you from where are you really from and it's just it's annoying because like why why is that so like important to you like i mean i guess it's nice to know stuff about people that you're meeting but if I say I'm from London, then I'm from London. You don't need to push any further and be like, oh, but that's not true because you're not white. Therefore, you can't be from London. Hmm. So, and no. then like, <laughs> and then the, the kind of like the, oh, when you say like, I'm Chinese. Hmm. Like, no, 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 go go away. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you be gone, be gone. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I've, I've said this before. I've come to the point where if, if anyone asks me that, I like to have a little fun with it. <laughs> so I like to stretch it. I was like, where are you from? Oh yeah, I'm from London. Where are you really from? Oh yeah, um, East London. <laughs> Respect, East London. But okay, where are your parents from? Oh, I don't know. My mum used to live in Kent and my dad <laughs> and my dad used to live in London too. No big deal. I was like, okay, but where, where were they from? Oh, I don't know. Like, hmm. I don't know. Where are they from? Oh. <laughs> what are you really asking here? Hmm. <laughs> And as soon as I say, as soon as, soon as I say, oh yeah, Chinese Malaysian, like, oh cool, oh cool, I'm cool. Yeah, that's what you exactly. wanted. That's what you wanted to ask, but you just exactly. didn't want to see it's him like, like they, that. They keep pushing until they get the answer that they're expecting. It's like they like they they don't want to come off come off as offensive, but by that by the by the act of you like dragging out this answer this long, yeah. like if you wanted to know, just blatantly ask me, hey, what's your like what's your blood origin like that'd be yeah. so so much like easier true i'd be a bit like why but that would be so much like quicker and like yeah. faster and easier rather than trying to like asking where you from from with like five yeah. times of like different variations yeah because you can tell that they're thinking like oh i know this person's asian i just don't really know like hmm. maybe which type of asian they are hmm. um and it's like you can kind of tell that they want to be like oh you're chinese right but instead of making that assumption which they shouldn't be making like i'm glad that they're they don't just try to be like oh you're chinese mm. um they just like drag it out and it's just i don't know it's just it's just annoying mm. okay it's, it's, the, it's the same principle with the question like oh what's your name i'll be like oh my name's Selena. <laughs> and they're like what's your real name <laughs> like um that is my real name that's my certificate <laughs> what's your foreign name <laughs> <laughs> it's so annoying because like that is the that's the name I was given at birth. Like I don't mm. think why should you be expecting a different answer because I look different from you? Yeah, yeah. I can imagine them asking, okay, what do your people call you? I mean, like, yeah, oh. <laughs> what do your people call you? Oh, what do your people like? <laughs> oh no, you didn't just step over that line. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> okay, ha- okay. How about this one as uh, the third worst one? How about when people say ni hao, konnichiwa, and you say oh, randomly, and like, oh cool, you're Asian, ni yeah, hao. Like, I'm with, like the, you know when they do the hand thing like this and they like bow yeah, to you? Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. so... <laughs> I'm like, bro, why? There's actually so no context bad. to it. There's no context. Yeah, like, no, like, I'll, I'll tell people I'm Chinese and they'll be like, oh, ni hao, and it's like, calm, like, calm down. It's like, calm it's down. like, okay, when I ask someone, when they're like, oh, I'm English, like, what do you want to say? Oh hello! Oh, like, hello! Like, hello. <laughs> like it's not—it's not impressive. Mm. There's nothing like there's nothing about it that's like cool. It's like they're expecting validation after they say it. You could literally say the same like, thing about well London, done. saying, "Oh yeah, you're from London." Walk one, fam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. It's like, okay, what do you want me to do? Okay, you pu- yeah. okay. It's almost like saying, "Okay, cool, you passed level one on Duolingo. So what? Yeah. Why should I care?" <laughs> yeah, and like sometimes they'll say say that without even like knowing what your ethnicity is like people used to come up to me in primary school all the time and say like konnichiwa 
and assume that I'm Japanese. And okay, this isn't something I've experienced personally, but one time I was I was just out somewhere and I saw this this white guy taking who asked this this Asian person to take a picture for him. And this person was very clearly not Chinese. Like I could tell that they were not Chinese. They were Asian, but they weren't Chinese. And they gave his phone back to him after taking the picture and he went, yes, yeah, and walked away. And it's just like, don't, just don't assume people's races. Just don't do that. Just say thank you. You're just say, just like, you're in England. Why are you speaking Mandarin? It's so much worse when they say like one-off phrases. Like, okay, cool. Wait, why are you saying this one random phrase? If you're going to speak Chinese, continue the whole damn sentence then. Yeah. Don't just say one phrase. It's like, like don't, assume, don't assume somebody's race and then speak the language that you assume their race speaks. Because even if this person was Chinese, they might speak Cantonese. It's like they think saying hello in a different language is impressive. Like yeah. me and me and John, we met this girl who speaks, I think, Mandarin and Cantonese really, really well. Like, yeah. she was able to pronounce everything correctly. That's when it's impressive, because she took the time and effort to learn, like, oh, yeah, and to learn the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was so guessing, literally, like, me and Selena's intellect times together. No, it doesn't touch us. <laughs> She's way up there. I was like, yeah. I was like gassing over. She was getting a bit. I, I can tell she was getting like, okay, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> but I was yeah. such in disbelief. I'm like, wow, okay, that's someone who does it right. Yeah, no, because exactly like it's exciting when you meet somebody else who like shares the same like cultural background with you and can speak the same language as you because it's like, wow, like I relate to you in that sense. And like it makes you feel like like you have like kind of somebody you can go to to talk about that. But when it's some random white person coming up to you and saying ni hao or yes yeah, like it, it's not the same. Have you ever gotten that? I, I remember one time at my school, uh, I think we were walking back to school and then basically they came up to me and saying, hey, John, you watch K-dramas, right? I'm like, yeah, but I watch Crash Landing. It's okay not to be okay. Okay, what? what? And yeah, so I'm like, what? I'm being serious and then literally the, the next thing I said after was like I'm I'm Chinese I'm not Korean and you know that I, I, I was in your form for two years oh oh yeah but you know I'm like what do I know you know what yeah exactly what do I know you're like okay cool so what yeah. I, I was like in such disbelief I was like I'm not even gonna bother not gonna yeah. bother like this is not this is yeah. not this is not mine this is not my battle to deal with it's like but that was like the most like shocking thing I was like why what why there wasn't a need to say that it's just yeah. so random yeah but uh well has that ever happened to you where like they or is it only like ni hao and stuff when they've said it to you well i've got ni hao and konnichiwa i don't think i've ever been assumed to be korean mm. but it's just like it feels like they're trying to prove that they know things about like my heritage and my heritage and where i come from and it's just, it feels very, like, I, I don't really appreciate it. Like, I don't know what they're expecting me to say when they come up to me and assume I'm Japanese. Mm. But it's, like, I'm not going to really receive that positively. You know, funny thing in that, like, story was that that guy, you know, he flat out knew that I was Chinese. Like, I don't know what, in his head, what he was thinking. He was thinking, <laughs> oh, yeah, John's Chinese. He watches K-dramas. He's Asian. Korean equals Asian. <laughs> that, all of that times together equals it's okay to say uh, Anya Seo to John because he's Asian and that's close enough to Ching. I'm like, no, like I shouldn't know what to do. And the funny yeah. thing, th 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 that was a Korean person next to us. <laughs> say it to him. It's not to me. <laughs> I was like, no. But oh, well. Do you guys have any other like uh, microaggressions that you've uh, like? that you've heard or been like told that you just look like you wanted to share or like any personal ones that aren't common but you just found like really bizarre perhaps i think i think for me when people um were like oh my gosh your hair's like really wavy and i'm like um yeah because that's my hair they probably expect my hair to be like straight straight which i think kind of affected me because now i do have a straight perm like make my hair straight no which, way i don't know yeah it's like naturally wavy so like i think i enjoy my straight hair like that's my choice to do it but i think my childhood did have an effect on that like unconsciously like subconsciously did have an effect yeah i agree i think comments about my appearance when i was younger really got to me like like i said before kids would come up to me and like like walk up to me 
pull their eyes back and be like, that's you, and walk away. And I'm like... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> like and they would also, like, you know, like, push their nose down and be like, yeah, that's you. And I'm like, all right, great. It's just like, I mean, first of all, don't make comments about people's appearance, especially mm-hmm. not about the features that are, like, ethnic features. It's just like, because that's, it, like, it's hurtful. Yeah. Hearing that a lot when I was a kid, like, it made me feel like I was extremely, extremely different from other people and that I was very abnormal and that, like, I needed to change to fit in with them. Mm. And on the other side of, like, people pulling their eyes back and being like, that's you, people saying to me really weird things like, oh, you have, like, really big eyes for an Asian person. It's like, what does that mean? Mm. because that like that shows that they kind of have that image in their mind of like asian people like really smart to die and it's just it's i don't know wasn't that whole thing like chinese japanese when they like pulled back their eyes and then yeah yeah do you remember that yeah yeah that that was such a big thing what was it like back in like 20 2015 2017 around that time Mm -hmm. back then oh that was oh yeah it was so old now that was so long ago (laughs) but like that was a huge thing and then um what's it they had like the like the asian people song that was like asian people song that's i remember that was a thing and then yeah yeah i remember the the eyes yeah 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 it was such i was like oh my god but i can't like the thing is like it's it's not the it's like just with like these whole things of just assuming and stuff and it'd be so much like say if like an asian person like made stereotypes of a white person that would be like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. you can't do that hey 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 that, yeah. like, that's yeah. across the line no 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 because you guys are fair game because it's almost like asians are always made the joke of but that's like predominantly the only race that we are like ex- deemed to be like banter friendly yeah yeah kind of Wait, sam did you see the survey that was posted in our group chat and i think the first question was like can you do you think you can be racist to a white person yeah 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 i saw that i saw that i was like um well i think i could, I could talk about that for a little bit i, w- I won't do that now but mm. i think i have opinions on that subject wait can you be racist to a white person yeah oh gosh oh i think racism is something that only a minority can experience and especially in the country we live in white people are not the minority i think in other countries like maybe china where there are very few white people they can be they can experience racial prejudice but Mm. i don't know if that's the same thing as racism because i think racism is a very systemic thing that minorities have suffered with for a very long time i'm (laughs) i'm just putting it out there i feel like it's not it's not quite the same because white people haven't experienced the systemic side of racism and i think i think racism is quite a systemic issue and you can't say that you have experienced racism without actually being on the minority side of a system that is actively against you. Yes, yeah, so being a victim of it, kind of like being yeah. let, let down by the system. Exactly, because white people are not a victim of the education system. Yeah, but all other minorities are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of just the way it's been. Like, obviously, in like in the UK, it's like a white-dominated country. Obviously, that's a fact given. Yeah, but I feel like. To be fair, like London is a very it's a very diverse city. It is, it yeah. is, is one of the more more diverse. And like I put emphasis on more in the sense that it's better than the other cities in the UK, but in the sense like it always can be better. Like because I feel like it's an it's an ever ongoing battle with it. Like it will never ever get to the point where it, I don't think it will ever get to the point where we've completely solved racism. Because I feel like mm-hmm. everybody like even I, even like personally me, because my mum she grew up in a very different environment and she has a lot of like unconscious bias and racism mm-hmm. towards other races. And I, yeah. I, I don't have to agree with them, but I have to accept that she grew up in very different, different circumstances towards yeah. what I grew up in. And then that's her experience in it. But it's almost like we need to do better to try and get to the point, just keep just trying to be more inclusive and being more diverse in like in a sincere manner. Because I feel like yeah. a lot of schools, they try, but I see very, very few like act things that they do to to actually work. Whereas most of the time, it's quite like I said, tokenistic. Mm-hmm. But in time, I hopefully like I I pray for like one day it does get better. Like, yeah. uh, like when when the next generation of like uh like Asian third culture kids in like a white dominated country like 
city like the UK in London, it is better for them, so they don't have to go through as much as that we did, in a sense. Yeah, I agree. How do you feel like um in like school settings, again going back to school, like how do you feel like Asians are seen? Because this is like tipping into like the ideas of racism between other races. And this is like definitely something to be very sensitive around, because perhaps like when you think of like black racism, you think that's a big no-no. That's like no, you can't talk about that. But when you think of like Asian racism, it's like it's not good, but it's not as bad mm. as black people. Like, what what's your take on that? Because that's something I've always like pondered and questioned. Yeah, I think, like I said before, I think like East Asians, specifically in our school, is a very underrepresented community. And it's really good that our school does talk about things like racism against black people. I think that's really good that they do assemblies for like Black History Month and stuff like that, because that is 100% something that needs to be addressed and talked about. Um, and it's still a very prevalent issue in like today's society. But they don't kind of have the same energy towards racism against other races. Mm. And it's it's good that they're taking that step forward with with black people. But I feel like I would like to see like a little bit of that with asian people as well yeah and it's always like when people say oh yeah you care about asian rights therefore you don't care you think that it's better it's more important than black rights and stuff like no 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 no. what i'm saying is that i validate like uh, i'm like validating what black people have gone through and i'm no way saying that the what they've gone through is worse than ours like obviously they've had like a lot like it it feels like history it's been like a lot more harder for them but that doesn't make our struggle like any less significant in the sense yeah exactly like just because we want our community to be represented more it doesn't mean we want other communities to be represented less Mm. because you have things like black history month and lgbtq plus month and stuff like that but you never see anything for like asians or anything in that matter Mm. it's only like these big celebrations where they only talk about like asian heritage but not really more of like racism towards like Mm -hmm. asians in that aspect yeah i I don't know it's it's difficult though because it's just the way that like the system's being built up it's just that asians are kind of like in the middle of like the racial hierarchy so we're not we are not as like we we're not at the top with like the stereotypical uh straight white male but we don't have it as bad as black people so we're kind of stuck in the middle so therefore Mm -hmm. we kind of have it okay but not the worst so therefore we're just kind of like we should we should just be complacent with that and we should just accept it but i feel yeah. like definitely asians can they should they should they should talk about their struggles and they should talk about the racism that they've dealt with because it's not good for anyone in that mm-hmm. matter so yeah i agree yeah. with that i think that sums up really really nicely to this end of this uh, this episode thank you so much sam for coming on thank you for having me <laughs> thank you again to selena your second time appearance yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're now matched with, I think, Sian with most number of uh, recurring guests. So that's something, yeah. <laughs> not that it's a competition. But it's not know. a competition, but something to just <laughs> something fun to mention. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Asian Voice podcast. You can listen to the rest of our episodes on Spotify. And while you're checking out stuff, why not look at our Instagram at the Asian Voice Pod? Make sure to listen back every fortnight for the next episode. Bye. Bye.